Episode 26 with Deuce Pesic. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Aloha, men of abundance, and welcome back to another amazing show, and it's Pay It Forward Friday. But this show is just a little bit different than the average show because I sought out Deuce, our guest today, and he has such an amazing story that I just had to let him go on and tell it. So we don't follow the normal format in this show, as you will soon see. And I trust that you're going to hang on to every single word that Deuce has to share with you because you can feel his passion and you can hear his abundant mentality in everything that he's sharing with us. Now as Deuce goes through his story, he's going to share a lot of information and a lot of links. Don't worry about trying to write everything down. You may even want to go back and listen to this one again. But regardless, I'm going to have everything listed in the show notes at menofabundance.com forward slash 026 or you can just go to the podcast area and type in deuce in the search bar and the show will pop right up now the cool thing about the men of abundance show notes for each podcast is that there are timestamps within the show notes and what that means is as you go through the show notes and you see the subject and the portion of the show that you want to listen to you can click on the timestamp and it will go directly to that part of the show. Now as far as I can tell that technology is pretty unique within the industry and I had the pleasure of having the creator of that technology on Men of Abundance in episode 22 so you can go back and listen to that. Before I introduce our guest today I want to remind you that you can subscribe to Men of Abundance on iTunes or on Stitcher so that you don't miss one single episode. And if you're enjoying this experience and the value information being shared here at Men of Abundance, I encourage you to be abundant in your day today and paying it forward by sharing this information with others and leaving a rating and review at iTunes or at Stitcher, whichever platform that you're listening to this on. That way more men can find us and enjoy the same experience. Our guest today is Deuce Pesic. Well, that's the American way to say his name, but I'll let him say it the way he says it. Because he was born and raised in Serbia, Yugoslavia. His family moved to New York City. Then later they moved on to Hollywood, Florida, and finally ended up living in Tallahassee, Florida. As you will soon hear, Deuce has endured many struggles in his life, but he's never let that stop him from moving forward and realizing his dreams. Deuce is certainly a man with unwavering passion for everything that he does in life especially for his son. And I'm very excited to introduce you to him today. Deuce, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. How are you? I'm doing well. Where are you at in the world? Uh, I am in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, nice. I like I like Florida. I have not been to Tallahassee, though, but I've been uh, down in, uh, I guess you call it the lower, t- I don't know, Miami up to Cocoa Beach and uh, Orlando, Tampa area. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, Hollywood is actually... Uh, uh, another city I grew up in in my childhood and I spent most of my uh, uh, teenage years and early early adult years there uh, so I, I know what you mean that I mean I miss 
but that whole eastern South Florida area. I mean, the there are some of the most beautiful beaches in the world right here in our state. It's absolutely amazing. There really are. There absolutely are. My experience is it's super humid there as well. Yes. Yes, but, you know, you do have that five-minute rain, shower, storm, hurricane, tsunami thing that comes in every day for, like, five minutes, and then it just refreshes everything. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the good thing about it. So before we get started in the show, I like to start out the show the same way I start my day, which is with an attitude of gratitude, and I'd like for you to share with us what you're grateful for today. Today, well, every day recently, it's been, I'm, I'm very grateful for uh, the people I, I surround myself and, you know, uh, family is always first. Um, I am extremely um, uh, grateful for my son. Uh, after you hear everything I'm doing, this is all for him. Uh, super bright young man, his name is Nicholas. Uh, he's 15 years old, just started his sophomore year in high school. Um, uh, he He's a great student. He's taken up in band, and he's been in percussion last year. At, I'm sorry, he was in um, uh, in the band. He was playing the bass drum last year, and then over the summer he auditioned for the drum line for the uh, the snare line, and he was accepted in that. So I'm I'm very happy and proud that he's picked something, you know, to to go towards that you know that he enjoys and ultimately what he enjoys winds up making other people happy because i mean that's how i look at music music is a universal language and if you can play something to make other people appreciate and love the sound and um i'm, I'm very happy that he's happy um outside of him i'm very happy uh, i've got family in europe i'm very grateful for them They've supported me, and they're always by my side. Thanks to Facebook, I'm able to connect to them more often than I did, say, five years ago. So I'm very grateful to them. Uh, as far as like close friends, I, I'm, I, I've learned through the entrepreneurial spirit that you know you have to let go of people that don't serve your purpose, uh, no matter how much you love them. Uh, but if they're they're not there to support you and you have that inherent belief within yourself that, look, this is what I'm doing, and if you don't follow, I'm going to move on. Um, but I'm very grateful for the people that have stuck around. They've, they've helped me out during my lowest points in my life, and uh, I'm, I'm up here in Tallahassee. I find myself a, a, a group of wonderful people, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, just great people. You know, they, they work hard, and they spend time with family, but you know the character that goes beyond that is the ones that you know they if they see somebody hurt or stranded on the side of the road, despite what they have to do, they're pulling over to make sure that that individual's all right. You know that those kind of folks, and you know um, I know I asked you earlier if I could name a couple of people, but uh, today uh, is Friday. A very good close friend of mine who's helped me out a ton that I'm so grateful for him and his wife are dynamite people. His name is Claudio Escalera, and he owns a nail at Carpentry. He's a subcontractor up here. And his wife, uh, Meredith Escalera, they, uh, she owns Destination Real Estate. She's a broker, owner of the firm. Uh, dynamite folks. And I just wanted to give them a special shout-out because I wanted them to know how much they mean to me in my life. I mean, th these are the folks that, you know, 
when you go to their house, there's a chair and a plate at the dinner table. They're not asking. It's there. You know, mm-hmm. it's that, yeah. th- that type of caliber of individuals. And I am so grateful that they're in my heart. They're close friends from Alabama, uh, Corey and Hallie. They're my adopted family. They took me in the same way. They've helped me out during some uh, difficult moments. And, you know, I, I cannot... I cannot express my gratitude enough that they're in my life. As far as on on the business side, uh, I am very grateful for uh, the two people that I initially picked to be part of you know my company uh, are people that I've known for a very long time. And Peter Madsen is my vice president of sales, and Stephanie Davis is uh, our executive assistant. Now, just to kind of preface this. Uh, they each have their own careers, okay? Uh, Peter, I've known for 23 years. Stephanie, I've known for um, just about 10 now. Both super, super sharp individuals. And um, when when I approached them to come on board on this, you know, amazing journey, um, they uh, they took a moment, they spoke with their families, and they decided that, you know, when the time comes to where you know, our company gets funded to build what we want to do, uh, they would decide to leave and come on board to help us grow. So I am very grateful that somebody would go ahead and do that with their own families, mind you. You know, I mean, they, you know, they're leaving something stable for something crazy, you know, for something radical, but they, they ultimately see the vision. And I am very, very grateful for them for doing so. Um, there is um, there is one gentleman that actually I you and I have not talked about this, but about a month ago I was actually approached by a fellow entrepreneur who happened to find me through a press release that I posted uh, three years ago when I did an Indiegogo campaign to raise funds for my project. Well, I did a press release, and this gentleman was looking for an entrepreneurial like group in Tallahassee that they would meet you know, twice a month for coffee and kind of like help each other grow their businesses. Well, he, it, this is a serendipitous moment actually because um, my hashtag to, uh, to, find, uh, to find my article, one of them, one of the hashtags was uh, Tallahassee Inventor because the title of that article was Tallahassee Inventors Raising Funds on Indiegogo for His Humanitarian Project. Well, he typed in uh, Tallahassee Inventors, and my article popped up. Well, long story short, um, he developed a fantastic problem-solving product in the pet industry. And uh, one of the things that I admired about him was that uh, of his self-awareness. You know, he had said, listen, I, I don't think I can sell this by myself. I need somebody. You know, and he saw what I'm looking to do. He saw that I was you know, a genuine individual, you know, I'm looking to do good in the world, I'm not a shyster, I'm not a, you know, um, I'm just not one of those guys. So he, about three weeks ago, he asked me, he's like, Deuce, listen, I, I, it would be an honor if you come on board with our product as co-founder. So I was like, wow, you know, holy cow, this, what a, what an amazing, you know, opportunity, because it is a fantastic uh, product. And um, the, the, and we're looking at hopefully in the next six months that we'll be able to go ahead and start uh, 
uh, well, actually not six months, in about three to four months, we're looking to approach buyers. I mean, we're that far ahead with the product. Well, he was that far ahead of, with the product. I came in and just, you know, helped in where he was at. And um, here uh, here we're going to be doing a campaign on Fundus uh, for his product, which is called Cup of Heat. And um, we're raising funds just so we can have enough funds for transportation to get to the big box stores, to get to the buyers of those, um, for those companies. And uh, in the next six months, we could be rocking and rolling on store shelves at, you know, various pet supply stores. So, you know, I'm very grateful. So, James Starr, thank you so very much for, you know, seeing what I'm doing and bringing me on board to your fantastic product. And, you know, we're, we're looking to do good things in, in, in that market as well. Um, and the other, you know, the other thing I'm grateful for is I'm, I'm grateful for the ability to, uh, to go where I want to go despite the challenges. I'm very grateful that God instilled that, that mentality that don't give up, don't give up, just keep going. You know, don't worry about what anybody else says. Don't worry about any of the challenges. Do not have the end sight blocked in any way. Just keep going. And I'm I'm very grateful to have, you know, to have him in my heart. You know, he guides me. He guides me daily. And so, you know, and and, and once again, listen. There's a lot of people that uh, I could sit here and thank, and it'll take up the whole hour. I've got some good close family friends in South Florida that, and they know who they are. I want to say thank you very much for all your support, and I'm very grateful that you that we've been together for so so many years that. You are, I'm a big believer in being the, you know, we are the sum of our life's experience. And I'm, gr I'm grateful that those people were in my life to shape me into the person that I am today. So thank you guys very much. And, and those are the people, these are the people that I thank every day. Yeah, that's amazing. That's uh, quite a bit to be thankful about and grateful for. And all of those link, all of those people that you mentioned, if uh, they have any links or anything like that, make sure you get those to me because I'll add those to the show notes and we'll pay it forward to all of those individuals. Oh, listen, uh, uh, can I add one more person in? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Listen, uh, just to give you a little kind of uh, a little background, um, you know, things have been a, little, a lot more difficult for me over this past year and a half. And, um, and we'll get into that later as far as how things transpired. But um, I've got a couple of friends. Uh, their last names are Glovers, and um, we're very good friends. Um, the uh, Jessica and Tim, Jessica's parents, are we like we would hang out, like we would do the weekend thing. And they're again, they're also you know a family that you know brought me in. And there's always a plate of food, you know. There's always a plate at the table, and you know, when there's celebrations and stuff, I'm always invited. I mean, you know, dinner at Thanksgiving with them. You know, so, you know, it's not just friends. It's it's like family. Well, uh, Shannon Shelton, he is the owner of Shannon's Motorsports here in Tallahassee. Um, he knew I was in a tough spot last year that, you know, just to help me out, put a couple of bucks in my pocket during the week. He's like, listen, you know, Janice and I, we don't like to do the we don't like to do our landscaping. So, you know, if you want to 
so like some side hustle, you know, we'll, we're happy to ha you know help you. Needless to say that they've you know <laughs> they've employed me you know the whole year, and he has his uh, auto mechanic uh, his jet ski shop um, there on his property, so it stemmed to me here today helping him pull motors out of jet skis and disassembling you know motorcycle engines and you know working on four wheelers okay because things have been tough and i can't i'm sorry i i don't know where i'd be if it wasn't for them to give me you know work you know to be useful to be valuable and you know my heart goes out to them and i can't thank them enough so i i had to mention them as well and i'm glad you did and men of abundance and deuce this is exactly what men of abundance is all about this is the community that i'm striving to build here uh within the podcast and within the community on facebook is men who are willing to reach out and help each other out regardless of their background regardless of where they're from and so you have shared a lot of great uh gratitude towards people that have definitely touched you in your life and i know there are many more and what I want to get into now, and you mentioned one thing, too, that I want to mention before we really get into your backstory is um, as you were becoming an entrepreneur, there were certain, you know, how was it you put it? That there's certain people that you just knew you had to be around and others that you knew you couldn't be around. And that's true with yes. anything. Yeah, that's yes. true with anything you want to do in life. The fact is, is you're the average of the five people that you spend most yes. of your time with. And that's what you just chose to do. And that's what you should Absolutely. do when you want to move into a different, um, you know, in, into something different. Well, it, you know, and, and one of the things that, and, um, you know, Peter Matson, I, I, I hold him in high regard. I've just, I've known him, like I said, for 23 years. Um, you know, great family man, hard working, very analytical, great with numbers, and he's a dynamite salesperson. I mean, you know, but you know, on 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 top of it, you know, he's a man of faith, and that's and that's something that that I, I respect him very much for. And he had said to me because I had said, "Listen, Pete, there are you know people that I wanted to bring on board and stuff, but you know, uh, you know, friends and stuff that I've uh, that I have had for thirty, thirty five plus years, you know, when they kind of taper off, and you know, I'd like to think that they're busy, they're doing their thing, they're growing their empires and and such. You know, I. I, you know, there's always that inherent that, like, that, you 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 just feel that tension that you know. I, I hope it wasn't any you know that the fact that you know I'm still, you know, I'm I'm out there. You know, like, well, he's not. You know, because the group determines its members. So you know, if if my projects just seem you know to be a little bit too out there and maybe unrealistic, you know. I hope it's not for that, you know, I hope it's not for that, I just, you know, uh, but regardless of whatever it is, that even though there's distance between us, I, 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 I love those people, they, uh, listen, you know, my friends that were like from 30 plus years, you know, in my darkest period in my life, these guys were there, these guys are the ones that were, you know, calling on the phone, making sure everything was alright, you know, do I have food in the fridge, do I need to send you money, you know what's going on everything all right everything good you know that will never be forgotten you know and it's because of that characteristic from these you know five six real tight close friends that you know i went to high school and college with and so forth that we're still friends we just not don't communicate as much as we used to but i i still love them regardless that you know it 
that characteristic of bringing aid to your fellow friend, you know, person who's been in your life, you know, that's what friends do. Well, that was the reason that that right there was the reason why I decided to name my project friends, because in someone's darkest hours, my friends could come and help. You see what I mean? And it's not really wordplay. It you know, it's not a play on words, but on 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 the play of you know action of what friends actually really do for each other. So it, it, I I was very happy that the acronym came out, you know, just right. You know, because I battled with it for quite some time, but I'm happy that it it that it it felt through like that because I, you know, it's not so much of just a you know a product, but it's you know, the actions and, you know, the, the feeling you get when you hear that, you know, there's friends looking out for you. And that's one of the things yeah. that caught my eye right away was that acronym. And it made, and it just resonated with me right away. And then when I looked at a little bit more about you, so what I want to do now is I, I want to learn a mo- little bit more about you because obviously sure. you love talking about your friends and you love talking about the yes. people who have gotten you to where you are today. I want to hear yes. a little bit more about you before we hear a little bit more about friends. Absolutely. Um, uh, I'm a classic immigrant, um, born and raised in Yugoslavia. My real name is Dushan Pesic. Uh, it's been Americanized to Dusan Pesic. Um, and just and the reason people call me Deuce, and whether they call me Dushan or Dusan or Deuce, it really doesn't matter. But uh, Deuce came up short in my in my high school and college years um, because um, it, it's spelled just as it sounds, D-U-S-A-N. Well, on the very, f- it was, I think it was the very first, uh, my freshman year in high school, um, first day of school, attendance is being called out. And every time they came, because you see U-S-A-N and there's a D next to it, well, the S is right next to the D on the keyboard. So every first day of every class, whether it was high school or college or whatever, it was always the same thing. Oh, this must be a misspelling. Is Susan Pesic here? It's like, no, 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 it's not Susan. It's Deucean. But please just call me Deuce. So that's how Deuce evolved. But um, uh, the first time, uh, born and raised in Serbia, in Yugoslavia, 1968, um, socialism was very difficult at, at the time. Um, you know the the different uh, you know states within the country were you know battling for separation and so forth. So my dad took my mom and and said, "Listen, I think we need to get on out of here." So, um, but our country wasn't given out visas. So what we had to do is we actually at I was a year old. I went with my parents, the three of us. We went to Austria to stay with some family friends. Uh, for just that six-month period to get to get the visa, and sure, lo and behold, we were the classic immigrant story that you hear every day. We landed at JFK in New York City in 1970. It was a uh, it was a husband, a wife, and their 18-month-old son with one suitcase and $13 in the pocket, and that's how it was. That's that's just how it was. You know, a lot of us, can, you know. Not just from our country, but everywhere in the region, people were, you know, uh, migrating to the U.S. for a better life for their families and such. And uh, but uh, 
they wound up getting their respective occupations and such, but you know, childcare was very difficult. So, you know, you I was being watched by friends of friends of friends. You know, so it wasn't really like an ideal situation for people in a new country, you know, not knowing anywhere else to go. So what they did is they're like the first six hundred dollars they they earned, uh, they bought a round trip plane ticket for my grandfather to come get me, to take me back to live with them in Serbia, and I lived with them there till 1975. Mm. In 1973, my parents came to do a visit in the summer. They went back, but in 1975, my mom came and got me, and um, and I started living with, with them in New York City, good old Ridgewood, Queens, Catalpa and Onderdonk. Uh, Right there in Ridgewood, and um, and I spent my life from '75 to '82 there. Um, it was great being in a big city. Uh, it, it was just a lot of people, you know, like in one area, you know, in one city. You know, it was just you know the population was wild. But uh, we had taken a trip uh, to St. Petersburg in 1982 uh, for a summer vacation. My dad had an uncle there. And uh, he said, well, I have a friend in Hollywood. Is that far from here? They were like, oh, it's about four to six hours. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, let's go on the East Coast. It'll be a fun road trip, okay? So we're taking a vacation while we're on vacation. <laughs> so my parents, uh, we got to Hollywood, and we were like, holy cow, you know? I mean, there's no, like, high-rises. There's no, you know, you have beautiful homes, but, you know, one, two, maybe three stories, uh, high, but you know, all you see is palm trees and sky. So, needless to say, we got back home to New York City, and 30 days later, there's a U haul in front of the house. We're packing everything up, and we moved down there. Um, 1982, I started uh, high school in, at South Broward High School, right there in Hollywood, Florida. I, and, you know, I got to tell you, you know, uh, it, that whole high school, college period that, you know, that I was there, it was really wonderful. I mean, it, you know, Florida's, you know, everything's kind of like spread out and stuff, but, you know, there's just beauty everywhere. And I'm very, very happy that I wound up uh, having these friends that I that, that like to experience. Let, let's go to Coconut Grove. Let's go to Miami Beach. You know, let's, you know, it, there's so much to see in this world that, you know, you it's like, yet yeah, nobody... Nobody sees the whole part of the world, and I don't, I don't. I'm sure you've went through my, you know, my Deuce Pesic page on Facebook, and you know, I post a lot of pictures of like uh, the Maldives. The Maldives, that's my, that's my bucket list. That's you know, but I post. I mean, it's just the colors of the waters, and then there's, you know, then you've got Dubai, you know, you've got South Africa, you've got, um, you've got uh, uh, China, you've got Japan, you've got. I mean. Uh, Thailand, Vietnam, I mean, just, there's so much, I have to quote from American Beauty when he said, there's so much beauty in this world that sometimes I just can't take it. And it's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. That's why I share pictures of the world, because a lot of people don't know that those places exist. Now, if you don't know a place exists, then you see it and it touches you somehow. Well, you know what? Maybe that mindset changes. And now you're going to start putting some pennies aside to want to go see that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it and it's important to 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 see the world. It really is. Um, but from my high school, you know, I lived in South Florida. Um, 
19 um i was i was married in 1995 um uh, but let's say prior to that i was in the restaurant industry and you know whether you're you know a cook and you want overtime i mean you could do that but i was also i mean i i went into management so 85 90 hours a week that was i mean that's standard you know, I mean, you gotta you gotta see the stuff coming in. You gotta see how it's going out and making sure everything's you know spot on. Um, and uh, and it got to the point where I w- was working with this one company. Uh, I was with them for about six seven years at the store level. Well, I was there f- with them from the very first restaurant of the new concept. And um, then the name of the restaurant at the time was Eastside Mario's, and we were we were owned. It was a Canadian company, but this was the first baby built in Aventura area, North Miami. And, uh, in a, like, you know, in a, Aventura Mall was, like, one of the top five malls, in, you know, in the country. You know, just beautiful stores, gorgeously laid out. So the corporation wound up expanding big in Canada, but now we started attracting franchisees in the States. So they called me to be a corporate trainer for them to be their U.S. rep because Canada only allows like five weeks of visa uh, to come into the U.S. Uh, per, uh, at a time, five weeks at a time. And, you know, to open up a new restaurant for a franchisee and stuff, you know, and train their staff and employees, uh, that was quite, you know, I mean, it's very, there's a lot to do in a short period of time. Well, by having me in the States, I was able to, come early or stay later you know to ensure that things get done so it benefited them greatly but it benefited me too because i i again you know was able to see parts of the country parts of canada i was in toronto i actually opened up two restaurants in quebec that was a great talk about learning french like super fast yeah <laughs> forget forget for rosetta stone you know you just get thrown into a you know french community you'll learn to get around real quick so i stayed in the hospitality in the restaurant industry all the way through uh uh i think it was about 2003 just when my entrepreneurial uh period uh started was in 2003 but um uh you know talking about myself i'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh uh I was looking at your flow, uh, flow of the show, and I saw that you had the kick in the gut moment and the enough in a, enough is enough moment. Well, uh, there's actually a uh, a video that I've been working on. I'm actually halfway through the script, but I had an idea to do something uh, much like what we're doing today, uh, just to talk about background and talk about the troubles and talk about adversity and passing through challenges and so forth well my kick in the gut uh and i'm calling it actually it, uh, the video is going to be called 18 years those 18 years were the part where i succumbed to try to be normal like everyone else to have a regular job to have but you know there's still things were just not right but the kick in the gut moment started in 1994 and uh, the enough is enough, uh, and was in 2012. So that 18-year period is where I really <laughs> let's just say like this: you know, 1994 was the the worst year of my life, and it was one of those where I was questioning God's existence. Okay, 
let's just put it like this. January of 1994, my grandfather passed away. March, three months later, uh, two months later, uh, my mother passed away. Mm. June, my one of my aunts passed away. And on Thanksgiving Day, one of my brother, one of my father's brothers, one of my uncles passed away. So at that point, it was it was one of those real tr- like kind of like w- like why are you coming after me? You know, like I had my moment with God, and it was it was looking back now. You know, I mean, I hated for you know for losing belief in him for a one or two year period, but I guess it needed to happen because things turned around like my mindset turned around and it was like listen things happen for a reason there's he has the master plan you need to believe it and you know strong you know be strong be tough work through it and um and and that was a difficult like that was a difficult period for me it was was you know losing those close members of my family and feeling like i was being punished for something when in essence it was just God's way of saying, look, it was time for them to come home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I almost took it personally because, you know, <clears throat> we're, we're, you know, we're one of those families. Like we don't, we don't, we don't cause drama. We don't make problems for anybody. We, you know, we go to work, we pay taxes, you know, on, you know, they live for the weekends. They loved entertaining, you know, uh, people. I, I mean, and once again, their character, of, you know, I mean, coming from a third world nation, uh, you know, there every day you help each other out. I mean, it's a lifestyle. I mean, that's part of life. You know, my uncle was uh, very known for um, uh, slaughtering and uh, and uh, killing pigs in the fall. So people, you know, so you could go ahead and package the meat up and put them in the freezer so you have food through the winter, right? Well, mm-hmm. you know, he was so efficient at it that he... That's what he did in the fall. Not only did he take care of, you know, our pigs, you know, and clean them and, you know, load up our freezers, but on his days off or whatever, he would come and do that, you know, for your neighbor, for your close friend, for your uncle, you know, and so forth. That was just, you know, the way it is, you know. So, so you know, being that that type of, you know, coming from that part of the world where that's just how you do things, you know, there was a part of me that felt like a, like I was being punished for something. Like, why are you taking my family away from me? But you know, um, uh, the the day I I put God back in my heart was uh, was a memorable day, and um, and I'm very happy that He's been in it and by my side during all the you know the next trials and tribulations after that. You know, till this very day. Um, I mentioned I was uh, I was married in 1995. Um, I found my wife here in Tallahassee. I'm sorry, uh, my son's mom. I uh, we she was one of the managers that was at this restaurant that I was opening up, and we connected. And sure enough, you know, here we were. You know, we were getting married and everything. And you know, uh, the dynamite lady that she is. Um, you know, she 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 went through a lot with me. Yeah, I mean, I should say the two of us went through a lot together. I have a ton of respect for, uh, but you know, uh, you know, another thing during that eighteen-year period, which was all the way through to uh, from the two thousand, I'm sorry, nineteen ninety-six through two thousand, 
you know, we, we tried having children, and, you know, uh, we've had four opportunities, and uh, it just never, you know, never transpired. So, you know, of course, you know, you now you're battling with that, you know, you get the, the high of, you know, here we just might have, you know, the child we've been wanting, and then, you know, two months later or so, you know, you're, you're trying to console each other through another heartache, you know, and, uh, and this happened to us several times. It happened three, four times. So it, it just gradually deteriorated our relationship, I think. And, uh, and it just so happens, <laughs> it just so happens that, you know, we, we talked about it. I was, uh, we, were, we were splitting up and lo and behold, you know, that last night that we were together, the, the egg took, you know, I mean, and here we are 15 years later, you know, with a handsome young man, you know, who's been nothing but a joy and so smart and bright. And, you know, and it's just it's just funny how things happen sometimes. But, you know, to further to further go, you know, down that road, like, even though, you know, our relationship was already strained. You know, after five years of, you know, going through these tough moments, um, you know, I, I didn't, having that characteristic of growing up in Yugoslavia, tight-knit family and stuff, and working in the restaurant industry, seeing so many single moms and stuff, that I was like, well, my my son's not going to be raised without me, you know, I mean, I'm his dad, you know, and, you know, if more dads, you know, stayed by their children's side, you know, we'd have less problems in the world. I mean, that's just, you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know, but, you know, that's my take on it. And, uh, and I'm up here in Tallahassee. I mean, like I said, I have friends, connections. I could easily found work in many different industries in South Florida, but, uh, you know, that that's not what's important. What's important is a son should have his dad by his side. So that's why I'm, and that's why I'm here. And he actually, during that time of 2003, it was when he was like already three years old now, two and a half, three years old. I, you know, it was when my entrepreneurial spirit started evolving because um, I, you know, I was looking what kind of, you know, the idea was, well, you know, I should start looking around to buy a house so my boy has another home. You know, he has his mom's home and he has his dad's home. Well, uh, certain ideas started kicking around and such that uh, that um, over these last 13 years, a lot has evolved as far as in what I'm looking to do as far as like my, my you know, sharpening my saw, you know, getting familiar with what I want to do and how I want to get there. Uh, and there were ups and downs during that period, but... Uh, uh, at the end, that enough is enough moment, which was the ending of the 18-year period, which was 2012. Nothing but self-awareness, Wally. Nothing but self-awareness. I know exactly what I want to do. I know exactly where I want to go. I know exactly who the people that I want by my side to help me get there, to help us get there, uh, to achieve great things in this world. I mean, look, you know, I'm 48 years old. I've got about 15 good years in me, let's say, right? You know, uh, I'd like to think more, but, you know, I've been a smoker most of my life and, you know, I don't eat healthy. So, you know, but there's still time to change that, which is, which is great. 
you know, it's never it's never too late to ch- turn that around. Um, but uh, you know, what kind of legacy do I want to leave behind? My son's going to have children. You know, what are they going to remember me as? And that's when things started kicking around. That it's not just about the money. It's you know, solve the issue, solve the why. What is the why? What is your why? You know, once you know that, you formulate the plan to get there, and then, and then you start taking action. Well, I've, <laughs> I've laid out a really, really big, grandiose project uh, in front of me, and it was actually uh, August 29th. It's going to be 11 years that the Friends Project actually was conceived, and uh, you know, the first two years were rough as far as the Friends Project were concerned, because uh, I learned later that I was going to the wrong people. You know, when you're thinking about somebody building a mobile structure, you know, you the first thing I thought of was, all right, go to builders, you know, because they they have the facilities, they have everything, but, you know, that wasn't their thing, and there's so many builders, uh, that's how many no's I got, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so let's so let's get into that. So what is what exactly okay. is friends? And is from what I it's the acronym is F R E N D S. Yes, sir. All right, men of abundance. I hate to say it, but this show is going to be continued. We had such an amazing conversation. We completely lost track of time, or I did anyway. I was totally engaged in his conversation, as I'm sure you were as well. So we're going to continue this conversation, but I'm not going to have you wait until Monday to hear the rest of the conversation. The rest of the conversation is going to post first thing in the morning, Saturday morning. I wouldn't normally have a continuation, but I just know that many listeners who listen to this show and many other podcasts, if you saw a show that was over an hour, even into an hour and a half, you probably wouldn't even click on it. So I don't mean to have any trickery going on here, but I just wanted to cut this show in half and let you get on with the rest of your day, and then we'll continue the show tomorrow. And what Deuce shares with us tomorrow about his project and a few other things is really going to blow your mind. I absolutely love this conversation, and I look forward to you joining us on the next episode. And of course, I know you don't want to miss the next episode, So make sure you go to iTunes or to Stitcher and subscribe. That way you get notified as soon as the episode is live. All right, Abundant Leaders, now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure you pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.